Welcome to Circle of Parks podcast episode number four, part three of our trip from June. There is so much to see and do. We are here to help guide you through. Thank you everyone for joining us again this week. Yes, thanks everyone for joining us. And this podcast is sponsored by You Can Fly Travels. You Can Fly Travels is a travel agency specializing in everything Disney. Don't stress over your Disney vacation planning. Give those worries to You, you Can Fly Travels, including your advanced dining. Yes, I wish we would have used You Can Fly Travels for our last trips. Having to figure out when you're 60 days out from your trip and trying to find out what time you have to wake up to schedule your dining reservations is so stressful. Then the day of when you wake up super early, you're hoping your computer and internet works fine and then you still might not get that dining reservation you want after all. Leave all of that to the professionals at You Can Fly Travels. You Can Fly Travels can also plan your Disneyland, Disney Cruise, Alani, Disneyland Paris, and your Adventures by Disney trip. We're going to fly, we're going to use You Can Fly Travels for our trip in December to Disney World. All of this is at no charge to you. And we are looking forward to booking our first Disneyland trip and Disney Cruise with You Can Fly Travels in the very near future. So go uh, check out Kim. She's developed a great team over there at youcanflytravels.com. They're on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and tell them that we sent you. So welcome to this week's podcast. We're going to be talking about part three of our June trip we did, and uh, we're going to be wrapping it up. We did two days at Hollywood Studios, one day at Animal Kingdom, and then our last day was at Magic Kingdom, and we left that night. Yes, so lots to cover. However, um I will start off with our first day at Hollywood Studios, and uh, so I woke up early to get a boarding group for Rise of Resistance, and was fortunate enough to get boarding group. I think we discussed thirty-five. Yes, uh, boarding group thirty-five. So we were excited about that. weren't sure um, exactly where in the day that would put us um, to be able to ride it. Before lunch. Yeah, like right before lunchtime. And, uh, but in the meantime, you know, it gave us a chance to do some other rides. Uh, initially, uh, we first headed to ride Slinky Dog. Yeah, we rope dropped Slinky Dog, and due to weather, mm-hmm. it was down. Correct. So, um, you know, that kind of put us at, oh no, what do we do next? We did do, um, the the that one ride right across from it i was zach and hey i try to not have a top score i really do try oftentimes zach will beat our oldest at it and then it causes him to kind of have not really a tantrum but just put him in a mood for a little while after he gets upset so i always ride it with our youngest who just enjoys it and has fun and then you will always ride it with our oldest yes because i honestly am not that great at that ride but i do enjoy it and the queue for toy story mania is is pretty awesome yeah it's a it's a really cool queue Mm -hmm. and then after that we did your favorite ride in all of disney parks no it's not my favorite we 
went and did Hollywood Tower of Terror, which for me and my oldest is going to be one of our favorite attractions because if you listen to episode number one, we were uh, given free uh, fast passes on it. And uh, it was our first time riding it together and and it was pretty magical. It was one of those Disney magical moments. So for me and my oldest, it'll always be, be something special between us. But you had been pressured onto it by right. our kids. So our youngest was finally the height to be able to ride it um, and wanted to ride it because part of the reason why he didn't in the past was either height and or being afraid to try it. So um, I never rode Tower of Terror even when I was younger and went with my grandparents. Um, my grandparents rode it. I would always be with like if there was another family member with us and stuff, just kind of hanging out waiting for them to be done. Um, I'm not one that likes huge drops. Um, and so uh, that's part of the reason. And I'm not crazy about elevators either. So, but since our youngest was like, come on, mommy, let's do it. What do you do? You, you go and do it with your family. And, uh, you know, the inside, like leading up to the actual ride was, was pretty neat, pretty cool. Um, then as we got closer, I was like, oh boy, here we go. And then once, um, we were on the ride, you know, this ride has different sequences, at least so I'm told. Um, it has 42 different <laughs> drop sequences I learned on a podcast just two weeks ago. Okay, so it has several different sequences, you know, and some are um, bigger drops than others. And, uh, you know, however, I got lucky enough to get one that had major, major drops in their sequences. So this one basically went from the top to the bottom at least three times full. Like they weren't, the past couple of times I had done it with my oldest, they were short little drops that were quite a few, not big, big drops. These were the biggest drops I've been on. I've, again, I've only been on it twice, but they were big drops mm-hmm. several times. Yeah. Well, you've been on it more than twice now, but yes, it was, uh, yeah. And it, I mean, I didn't really know what to expect, but from what I had been told, I didn't think the drops were going to be that bad. And I felt like I was just screaming for like 10 seconds at a time or more. Yeah. And there's a great video on our Instagram at circle of parks to go watch. It, uh, is a video of Brittany pretty much screaming at the top of her lungs at the top of the, uh, ride. And you actually lost your sunglasses on the ride as well. Yes, I ended up finding them at the end. They were somewhere on the floor, but I felt them just go. And I didn't have them on my face or anything. I thought I had them secured, but uh, there they went. Um, but, I mean, the the drops were huge, so something was going to get lost. So are you going to ride it again? No. Are you, not I've, not I've even d- if you're no. pressured into it? Nope. I've done it once. Did it for our youngest. I know how they're seated and stuff in there now so I feel comfortable with him not having me there too so um yeah that would be my last time for for Tower of Terror in Orlando now the version of it in California maybe another story I'll have to evaluate that when the time comes all right because that one's the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind yes and so the drop part I don't look forward to, but the the other stuff dealing with Guardians of the Galaxy kind of has my attention. So it's a maybe if we have if we try it in California. 
Okay. Yeah, we'll definitely have to check that out. Uh, we'll be planning that trip. Probably this time next year, we'll be planning our Disneyland trip. Quite possibly. Yeah. And yeah. we're looking forward to that. So after that, we decided to go get some breakfast. And we went to Ronto Roasters. We wanted to try the breakfast Ronto wrap. I'm sorry, the Ronto morning wrap. And it is eggs, grilled pork sausage, shredded cheese, and peppercorn sauce and pita bread. We actually got two of these so we could split them for us and the boys. And they were really good. Yes, I was I was surprised because before we ordered, I was like, oh, you know, I'll have a couple of bites, but probably not really going to enjoy it, but need something on my stomach. And uh, no, I thoroughly in, enjoyed them. Yeah, it was the, the we didn't try the uh, Ronto Roasters for lunch or dinner, but the the breakfast ones were actually really good. We, we would definitely order that again. Yes. Yeah, for sure. For breakfast, I wouldn't mind trying the lunch or dinner, but I'm not a big uh, fan of coleslaw, so I would get mine without that. Yeah, the coleslaw they add to it. And I'm hit or miss with coleslaw, so I might would be the same way. But yeah, the breakfast one, though, definitely recommend uh, giving it a try. Yeah. And then we uh, went and did Ailing's Rolling Saucers afterwards. Mm-hmm. Which again, yeah, you know. Well, it's a great ride for for kids though, and it is fun. Um, you know, I wouldn't wait like longer than fifteen twenty minutes, but um, but it's a good ride to do if, especially if you have younger ones. Yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And then we did um, um, the uh, I'm going to blank right now. It's in Galaxy's Edge. Smuggler's Run. We did Smuggler's Run, which I really liked that queue. Mm-hmm. And we actually, the queue got extended out backstage, which is kind of cool to see the backstage area. And then I really like the the fact that you're in Hondo's shop uh, from Star Wars, which a lot of people don't know who Hondo is. Hondo is a pirate that was featured heavily in the... Um, um, in the uh, cartoon episodes from... Um, Clone Wars and in um, the other one, I'm going to blank right now, but Hondo is not a main character in the movies, but if you've watched the cartoon series, he's he's a big part of it. And I thought it was a really cool to see the shop and kind of the expressions that they were talking about inside of the uh, queue. Yes. I mean, I haven't really watched um, the shows that he's talking about. I know that Zach has, so it's kind of surprising he was drawing a blank, but um but yeah, no, the queue, you know, whether you're you're thoroughly into watching all of the Star Wars uh, shows or not, it was it was very interesting. Yeah, and um, our boys were the pilots several times, and they just like crashing, you know, the Millennium Falcon, which is fine. We had a good time doing it, though. Yes, because we rode it. Three or four times over the past two days. I can't oh, remember. Yeah, over those two days we were there. So they were, I believe, pilot and co-pilot twice and then one time they were the last time they let us be the pilot and co-pilot yeah and they were what's the other position the gunner and the engineer yeah so um but the ride i i enjoyed it um you know it was exciting and i mean you're hitting a bunch of buttons and everything making sure you're you know helping the mission yeah um but yeah i thoroughly enjoyed it though yeah and then we did Rise of the Resistance, which I don't want to go too much into detail. I can think we can make a whole episode about Rise of the Resistance. Um, I thought it was an amazing attraction. I don't have that childhood emotional attachment to Star Wars like a lot of people do because I became a recent Star Wars fan over the past couple of years. But if you have that childhood attachment to it, it may be one of the most emotional things 
that you will ever go through witness re witnessing that as an adult, but growing up as your childhood, everything being star Wars, it would definitely have that emotional pull to it. Uh, it, it's just a great all around attraction. Uh, now there's a standby queue, which you talked about in episode two with the quick news on that. Um, yeah, it was great. Everybody enjoyed it, I thought. And I don't think you have to be a Star Wars fan to appreciate that. Or Galaxy's Edge, the whole land, which we can take a whole another three or four part podcast series talking about. You're shaking your head because you're not into it as much as I am. I actually read a book about Galaxy's Edge. It's a whole backstory. And if you really, really want to get immersed in that land, the cast members have their own backstories. Ogus can't like it's just so immersive and you can really make it however and enjoy it however you want to enjoy it. So I would it's all about what you make of it. But right. it's a great land. Everybody seemed to enjoy it. I know you enjoyed it. Yes, and like you said, the cast members, um, they all have their own backstory and so it was interesting. You know, you could just walk up to a cast member and, and ask them a question of, Oh, who are you? Where are you from? And they give you their story. So yeah. um so yes, you re- you really are immersed in there. Um, like you said, we'll do a separate episode of that ride. But um, not being super huge uh, Star Wars fan, but still, I mean, I like it. But um, it was it was an amazing ride, and and you are immersed in that ride. Um, so I'm trying not to say too much more, so we can save it for another episode. But um, when you're in Galaxy's Edge, though. Uh, one thing you must try is the milk. The blue or green milk? Mm-hmm. The blue or green milk. I like the green. I I did like both of them. I'm. I most, like the blue. Most people are either blue or green, or just don't like it at all. I didn't mind either one, but I really liked the green. I, I actually got the green a couple more times, actually. Yeah, and I had gotten the blue that first day and the next day. Um, one thing though, you know, we were there in June, so it, it's some, it's a drink that you need to drink fairly quickly. It's a frozen slush type. Yes. Because if once it starts kind of melting and getting a little warmer, it does not taste good. good. So, um, but yes, he liked the green. I like the blue, but I mean, the green wasn't bad, but out of the two, I preferred the blue. Yeah. And that was the green, green milk, but we enjoyed both. Uh, the boys didn't really care for, no, they for didn't. either one too much. Um, and then, but one interesting thing though that was really cool, and the boys they they like Sprite, but um, so even like the Sprite and Coke bottles are like little hand grenade type things. Yeah, so it fits you know the Star Wars theme, so it's not your typical uh, you know bottle of Sprite or Coke. It's you know it fits the Galaxy's Edge theme. Yeah, and then they have a couple really cool little shops in there. And Doc Outdoors shop is really, really cool. We got our neighbor who was taking care of our dog uh, while we were out of town. Uh, a very unique, special gift from there. And there's some just some really cool stuff in there. Uh, but that's kind of all we'll talk about Galaxy's Edge because we kind of did the same thing the second day as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And then we split up again. Yes. My Our oldest wanted to go ride Rock and Roller Coaster, which he had not written. We, we had not ridden before because he was not tall enough before. And you're not a fan of upside down roller coasters. No. So, and our youngest was hesitant the first day. Right. And, well, we knew he would probably be the right height requirement, but the first day he just didn't even want to go over there. So, right. uh, so 
Me and our youngest. You rode. played Pew Pew game again. Yes. So we did Toy Story Mania, Pew Pew again. Um, actually, like two or three more times, probably. Um, but again, like I love the queue. Like the ride is great too. I like this version better than the, what a similar version that they have at Magic Buzz Kingdom. Lightning. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the queue is just awesome because it's like you're a toy. Um, and you know, you're like the size of the toy and part of the ceiling is like, like Yahtzee balls and yeah. stuff, or Yahtzee, uh, games. And Just, stuff like that. yeah, different board games and stuff. There's a big like Etch-A-Sketch yeah. in the middle. Um, you come up to Mr. Potato Head and he's talking. He's making and, jokes. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it, it really keeps you engaged. So even if it's a 30 minute wait, um, you know, it, it goes by fairly quickly. Yeah. And I will say rock and roller coaster. When you think of roller coasters in Disney, just roller coaster alone, I think it may be the best roller coaster in Disney. It goes upside down twice. The theme's pretty cool with Aerosmith and everything. However, theming wise, I do not think it is the best attraction. I think roller coaster attractions I think for me would be Expedition Everest as the best all around. But if you're talking just roller coasters, rock and roller coasters, pretty awesome. You can go from a dead stop to 60 miles an hour in two point something seconds. And is just a really fun upside down twice, just fun, twisty roller coaster. And me and our oldest, who is nine, just absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. I've only seen the gift shops. <laughs> <laughs> That's right outside the ride. And then we had lunch after that, and we had dinner reser- we had lunch reservations at Hollywood Brown Derby. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wanted to try the famous Cobb salad. Yes. And I just got the steak, and the boys got the kids' steaks there. Um I was disappointed with how they prepared your meal, though, because they're supposed to make it at the table, right? Or they're at least supposed to mix it up, like chop, like bring everything, but I think like chop it up a little more and mix everything together. And they brought the utensils to do that, but they never came out and actually did it. So I, you know, just kind of ate my salad the way it came and how I wanted to and, and stuff. But I mean... As far as the taste, like the the food quality and stuff, it was very good. It, yeah, it was a good restaurant. I mean, mm-hmm. we will we would make reservations there again. Maybe not the next time we go, but definitely would go again. Yeah, and I'm glad you know I tried the salad, but I I would probably try something different the next time just to yeah. you know just to change it up. Um, unless you know at that point I'm like, nope, I need a salad. But uh, but yeah, it was but it was good. Yeah, and we ended. Uh, we did Star Tours, and we did. A couple of the Toy Story stuff again, and I know me and my oldest, we went and did Tower of Terror a couple more times, and I think we did um, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster one more time. And then we ended the night with, uh, we decided we were going to close down the park with uh, uh, Slinky Dog Dash. Yes. And it ended up being about a 45-minute wait. And before, I'm going to say this, before we went in the first night to get in the queue, there was a toy stand outside before you get in the queue. And our youngest had wanted a Slinky Dog toy from there. And I just said, we'll get it on our way out. Which we did Slinky Dog. Great ride. Great roller coaster. Yes. And it's awesome at night. It is is really cool at night. Yes. And as we were coming out, that little place where you got the toy at was closed. And our youngest was just devastated. Right. Because it's a little kiosk and it's right outside of um, the, the Slinky Dog ride. So you would think they would stay open until the last 
group of people write it. Um, but they had already closed. And so, you know, even though we ended the night on a great ride, our youngest was crying because he didn't get his toy. Well, but the next day we ended up finding one. Um, the next day we had boarding group five for rides of resistance. So we didn't get there early for rope drop. We kind of just got there at normal park opening and, um, took our time, did that. I'm not going to go too much into it. We had lunch at, uh, the, uh, hangar, bar, not, not Jock Lindsay's hangar bar, uh, but at the other place there, um, we'll get back to yeah. that, but it was just like basic burgers. Um, and then, uh, we had dinner at um toy story lunchbox mm-hmm. which and I the really, grilled cheese was yeah. good it, it was, was really good and the barbecue pulled pork was good and the tater tots were really good and this is where great cast members come in to help you we were looking for that toy yes and we had asked the, that uh, little kiosk where that toy was sold it had been raining off and on all day then never opened throughout the day Mm-hmm. And we couldn't find anywhere in the parks. And so we asked one of the cast members if they could help us find it. And they, and they went out of their way to help us. And right. come to find out, it was in the gift shop as you exit Toy Store Mania. Yes, but they really did go out of their way. So the first person we asked wasn't sure. So then they went and asked someone else who then asked someone that was, I guess, above them. And then they came back to our table while we were eating and said, you know, we're waiting on such and such person to get back with us. But um, if you're good waiting here for like five or 10 minutes while you eat, we'll, we'll find something out for you. So yeah, they really did go out of their way. And then um, they had the right answer. Hey, it should be in, in the store inside uh, Toy Story Mania. And sure enough, there it was. Thank goodness. And so we got it and his day was had and he was happy. And, uh, our youngest did decide to try Rock and Roller Coaster with me and our oldest. Um, and you were staying in the gift shop just as you exit, just in case he decided not to. Well, he was pumped for it. He was excited. He waited. He was wanting to go. And then he saw how that roller coaster starts off. And then he changed his tune. You go from a, from sitting still to 60 miles an hour in, in a, less than three seconds. And he was like, I'm out. He did not want to go, which is fine. We were kind of anticipating that. And do not force your kids to go on a ride that they don't want to go on. It's just not going to be fun for anybody. And so we told the cast member before we got in line at the final line to get into to the roller coaster. And they were like, yeah, sure. And we just walked right through, met you in the gift shop. And then they let us write, me and my oldest, right back on and did it again. So if you have a, 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 a kid that backs out last minute it's, it's not an issue don't right. worry about it yeah just let a cast member know hey i'm gonna you know want my kid to whoever's waiting on them you know um, in the gift shop area or right outside the ride and then um if there's a way to get right back to your yeah, spot they'll easily you right they'll get you right back or they may hand you something to bring back so the ca- the other cast members will know oh they need to get back in line yeah so it wasn't an issue um and then we finished the night again with slinky dog dash which again is Great at night. I think we waited probably 45, 50 minutes. Right. So that's a ride like, you know, it's either a rope drop ride or ended at night. The one good thing is if you go at night, you know, as long as you're in line before the the uh, park hour, like the closing time for the park, then as long as the ride's functioning and everything, you're going to get on it. It can be one minute before park closing. As right. long as you're in line, you're going to get to ride it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that one uh, place that we ate lunch out though that you were trying to come back to was it abc abc no it was no, not abc commissary it 
Oh. Backlot Express. Yes, Backlot Express. There we go. And they had decent food. They, it was fine. Yeah. Um, the I mean, only thing I really remember from it is our two boys picked a table and they had to pick the table that was right in the sun. Well, yes. <laughs> but I mean, they had your typical, Just you know, burgers. chicken and burgers and stuff. But um, they had but some really cool good. memorabilia in there that I would have liked to have spent more time to kind of checking out. But, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and then the next day was our favorite my yeah. favorite park, Animal Kingdom. Yes. Yeah, so, and it's my, it's becoming my favorite park anyway. My favorite ride is in it. Um, but yes, Animal Kingdom. So not only um, do you get to see the, the tree of life and all the animals and everything. It's just, it's very peaceful in certain areas of it. And, uh, and yeah, so... Yeah, Animal we rope Kingdom. dropped uh, Flight of Passage. Yes. And uh, this is the first time we've actually gone through the queue. We've always had, had fast passes Correct. in the previous times. Yes. And it was the first time our youngest got to ride it because he was finally tall enough to do it this year. Yes. So, yeah, because um, a, a previous trip, um, we thought he was tall enough, but when it came time to measure him and everything, he, he wasn't. And so... I had to stay back with him while Zach and our oldest rode it. And even though it's my, my favorite ride, you know, I had, I had to be mom and, um, we, I could have probably done the ride swap thing that day. Um, but, uh, we, we had to be somewhere else. So, um, I finally got to ride it again. He got to, uh, our youngest got to ride it for the first time. Um, and as Zach just said, we'd never went through the queue before because we'd always had fast passes. That's an awesome queue. Yes, it is an awesome, very Nice I like the laboratory area. Yes. I think there's some really cool little things in there. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have the avatar mm-hmm. uh, in there as well. Um, but we roped out that. And we waited about 20 minutes. Yeah. Not, we, not we, a problem. Yeah. And then after that, we decided to go do the safari. And we always had fast passes for the safari. And we waited about 45 minutes. And I thoroughly enjoy the safari. I think it's one of the best attractions in Disney World. However... I would think they could make that queue a little bit more interesting. Yeah, I mean, Just the way, opinion. but I don't know how they would, to be honest. But you could but, make that go through the Gorilla Falls walk path, walkway. That's true. I don't know. But <laughs> Sorry, cut then you it off. would be hard for people that just want to do that I to yeah, I look know. at the gorillas. But, I know. Um, but yeah, the safari, uh, well, for just a second, I was going to go back to the, um, to Pandora, the, okay. the ride, because Flight of Passage, because the fact that our youngest got to see it and ride it and everything and the look on his face, I mean, it was just, you know, he was in awe. You know, he finally got to understand why we enjoyed it so much. And um, so, you know, even if it wasn't my favorite ride, I would ride it time and time again just to see the look on his face. For sure. Definitely. Um, so sorry, sidetrack for a second, but, uh, yeah, so the safari ride, yes, it was a longer wait, um, than what we're used to, because that would be one that we often had a fast pass for in the past too. Um, however, like this time, I feel like we saw a lot more animals. We did. Um, than we have in the past and the driver that we had, um, was like, I mean, they're all passionate about the animals in the park and the, the facts that they share with the, with you know, everybody, but this, this driver seemed even more so. Yes. And for one particular reason, you don't know, you don't remember. 
the baby zebra was out for the first oh. time. Oh, yes, that's right. Well, but on everything else too. But yes, the baby zebra. Um, I think it had been she born. She got emotional on that. Yes. I think it had just been born like two or three weeks before that. But that was the first day they it was out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was out just jumping around having a good time. Yeah. And not too far from the driving path no. either. No. And so Safari is always a, a must do. And of course we did Expedition Everest. You did not. I did not this year. No, you're, you're <laughs> out, right? The, the going backwards part gets you. Yes. So the very first trip that we ever did with Everest, um, I mean, I had heard about it and I knew what the ride was like, but the one part that I never knew of, um, a couple of years ago was that it goes backwards. Um, and so I'm not a huge fan of the backwards part, but, um, I mean, overall, I know the ride's pretty awesome, but y'all got to see the queue this time. Yes, I, that is one of the best queues in Disney uh, with all the memorabilia of Mount Everest and the fictional, you know, Yeti stuff on there, which I think is just really cool. Uh, me, and, me and the boys did that one several, several times. The wait was always posted 30, 35 minutes, and it was always usually half that. Right, and while they were doing that, um, I was in this area around the river that um the the character cavalcades come on on like little boats or in rafts and stuff right now and so i was i you know while they were riding everest i was watching as all the different characters were going by yeah and um yeah we had lunch at flame tree barbecue which there's an outdoor seating area there which is right on the rivers of light Mm -hmm. so you can they would the boats would literally come right by where we were sitting at so you got to see all of them which was pretty cool and the food was but it was barbecue food, which we're pretty picky about our barbecue being from Tennessee. But it wasn't good. I, you know, I was I'd go there and eat again. It was good. Right? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but um, barbecue for a theme park, it was good. Yeah, and then we did dinosaur, which we had forgotten how much fun that ride is. Yes, because I didn't remember enjoying it um, too much in the past, or at least I thought. But we we really enjoyed it this trip. Yeah, it was we. I don't know what we all did. We were all just like, wow, we don't remember it being that fun. We did it twice in a row because the weight was basically just a walk on. Right. Um, we did that. And then we took our time and, and enjoyed the area around Tree of Life. Yes. And we did It's Stuff to Be a Bug, which is a show that you have to do. It's underrated. It's underneath the Tree of Life. And it's just cool 40 show from a bug's life. But it's, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another great thing from the cast members were... Uh, the gift shop right outside of our resort at Jumbo House had this T-shirt in the display window said Giraffic Jam, and it had a bunch of giraffes. And our youngest just absolutely loved that shirt, but the gift store was closed. And so we were asking around at uh, some of the gift shops in Animal Kingdom, and the cast members went above and beyond to try to find us one again. They did. So in one of the shops, uh, one cast member went and looked in the in the back to see if they had it back there in their inventory. Did not. Um, went out of their way, I guess, in a computer system or something to try to find it. They thought they had found one at another store at another uh, section of the park. Um, so I ventured out that way, but they unfortunately didn't have it anymore. Um, but you know, it, I mean, they didn't have to do that. They could have just easily have said, Oh, sorry, don't have that shirt. Um, instead of trying to go in their back room and look, and then, you know, take the time to even look in a computer. So. Yeah. But it wasn't the correct size, but we got it anyway. And, and mm-hmm. he loves that shirt. He wears it all the time. And then we also did for the first time Navi river journey, which was a cool attraction. 
Um, I'm not going to wait more than 30 minutes for it. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's, it's it's very nice. It's a cool ride, and the animatronic in there um, is pretty amazing. Um, but, you know, I, if it if it were like an hour wait, I wouldn't be doing no. it. I would do like 30 minutes. You know, if I'm going to wait longer than that, I'd, I'd much rather wait on a Line, in a line that's twice as long for Flight of Passage. Yeah, no. And uh, we ate dinner at Satuli Canteen, which if you have not been to Satuli Canteen, it is a must-do. I I think it is probably the best quick-service restaurant in all of Disney World. They have uh, bowls, make-your-own-bowls. They have uh, steak, chicken, shrimp uh, uh, that you can add to it. And they also have cheeseburger pods. Yes, so um, we've eaten there before, but we never tried the cheeseburger pods, um, you know, but we kept hearing about them, hearing about them, and a lot of people said, oh, they remind me so much of McDonald's burgers, Um, and we're like, you know, yeah, right, but uh, when we tried them, wow, exactly, exactly, exactly like a McDonald's cheeseburger. Our boys loved them, we loved them, and I think that's a must-do for us every time we go now, that's going to be a must Yes. Yeah. I was, I was surprised. Like, I think my mouth even kind of dropped open like, wow, they really do. (laughs) Yeah. And then we ended the night again with Flight of Passage, Mm -hmm. which we waited a good hour on this. It was supposed to like an hour and a half wait, but we waited a good hour. And this brings me back again to don't cut the line. Yeah, We had been waiting 20 minutes. Yeah, for some reason, a lot of the rides that we would do there at the end at, at several of the parks, there would be people that would cut line you know and it's different like you know you had like one parent or something had to take their child to the restroom real quick you know kids sometimes you, you just can't wait I get that but like when you have you know six people all of a sudden that are grown adults oh, this was like 12 to 13 that are like oh I'm with them way up there that's kind of unfair to the people that have been waiting in line for already 30 plus minutes yeah we were it was a good 20 30 minutes in and these people were like, excuse us, excuse us. And I turned around and said, excuse me? And then they just were like appalled that somebody would call them out on them, kind of cut the line. And then they just stayed there and didn't move. And then another 10 minutes later, we saw a group of another like 15 or 20 people waiting for them to come up. And I'm, if your party's not together, don't get in the line. Wait for your whole party to get there. Because that's right. just rude to everybody else. And especially that, if you're a big party like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. So that's my don't cut the line rant. <laughs> Yes. So that's how we ended Animal Kingdom. Um, And then the next day was our last day uh, at Magic Kingdom. Um, So Magic Kingdom, um, we put in not quite a full day, but more than a half day. Yeah, we started off at uh, Chef Mickey's in the Contemporary. Yes. Yes, so Chef Mickey's, I... So before I say anything, I didn't know how much breakfast was going to be, um, but I enjoyed it. And even though, like, you can't interact with the characters like you used to, they still spent a decent amount of time at every table, like, from a distance. Um, and so that part, you know, because character dining and not having the experiences you're used to from the past and being able to run up and hug them and get pictures like right up next to them, you're kind of hesitant on how is this experience going to be. But they still spent enough time interacting with you from a distance, though. So I was still pleased with that. Um, and, you know, and they would 
wave at you, say hi, stand off in the background. You could get pictures. Um, like every 30 minutes, I think they did like a little dance and stuff. And um, the food, um, they were bringing it out to you. So it was, you know, your sausage, your bacon, your scrambled eggs, uh, Mickey waffles, pancakes, things like that. I got sticker shock. Maybe so they were undergoing they had just started the renovation of the contemporary to redo all the rooms into the Incredibles uh theme. And so it was a very empty resort besides just the monorails going through, which was pretty cool. I think that was the coolest part about it. But there weren't any guests in there. All the guests were staying uh, in the D V C area, not in the main resort. So it's just people eating at Chef Mickey's that were there. So that was a little different. It was weird. Um, and then I got the bill at the end, and the food was typical Disney breakfast. But when I got that bill at the end, I was like, whoa. Because mm-hmm. you get the same breakfast at Garden Grill for half in my... I, well, when we went, <laughs> you know, a couple of years ago, those prices could change too. But I know but. you're getting the experience at Chef Mickey's, and you're in mm-hmm. Contemporary, and you we rode the monorail around you know from the contemporary to the magic kingdom so that's the whole experience there exactly and i mean and they i believe asked or knew already i can't remember which if in it that it was you know while we were there um it was our rebook trip from our anniversary things like that so they gave us like another um button um and i don't know if that one celebration pancake automatically came with the meal or not it could have been be- because of our reasonings but i don't know i was still having sticker shock <laughs> over the bill so but um <laughs> again you know i don't know if maybe other breakfasts are breakfast are that price now as well when there's character dining um but I, I would go again. I know you won't because of the price, but I would because I would like to. I enjoyed it. The kids enjoyed it. Um, you know, again, the characters, and uh, I wouldn't mind experiencing it when the the resort is back to how it so, normally yes, is. So, yes, once the resort is back to being fully open, which I think they're pretty close to that at this point anyway, um, yes. I'm not saying I would never do it again. Mm-hmm. Just be prepared for that huge sticker shock. Um, and then we went to the Magic Kingdom for the day. And it was more of a relaxed day. There was one thing we hadn't done. We hadn't ridden uh, um, Thunder Mountain. Thunder, Big Thunder Mountain. We hadn't ridden um, Jungle Cruise, which are two that we wanted to do. After that, the rest, we were just kind of taking it easy and relaxing. We did ride, me and the boys did ride Space Mountain six, five, six, seven times. I can't, <laughs> can't remember. Um we and did Haunted Mansion. We did, yeah, we did all that. Others, yeah. Oh, a quick thing on on uh, Big Thunder Mountain. If you want like a really kind of crazy experience on it, sit in the back. You get whipped around pretty good in the back. It's fun. I know you and our youngest isn't isn't a big fan of it, but it's it was fun. And then Jungle Cruise, it's a classic dad joke kind of. Right, you know, I enjoy it. We waited an hour for it just because we didn't do it. I would do not it. do that again. I'm, <laughs> I probably would not wait an hour for it. I'd wait 30. But it was, we hadn't done it this trip. We didn't do it the last one. So I wanted to do it. Um, so, you know, we did that. We, again, at Cosmic Rays for dinner. And then we just, ended the night, we, well, we didn't, we had to leave early because we had to catch the Tragical Express, the Magical Express, but leaving and then head back to the airport late that night. Um, uh, but the last, Two hours, we just hung out in the hub and got some popcorn, got some snacks, and 
some Mickey bars and just just kind of took everything out. in. Yeah, you know, like looking at the castle, watching people, and you know, just basically all those sights and sounds. Yeah. So that would do it for our trip. Um, what were your favorite moments from the trip? Uh, again, flight of passage, um, just the overall experience, our youngest finally getting to ride it, uh, staying at, um, Jumbo House at Animal Kingdom Lodge, because yes, it was a little different that not everything there was open and only like one floor had people staying in it. But a part of me liked that because it wasn't overcrowded and, you know, we, I feel like there was at times due to weather or other scenarios, a little more pixie dust given to us, um, you know, with being able to do the arcade on, you know, for free at times and things, if the pool wasn't open or, um, you know, just having the space on those observation decks to watch the animals, especially when, you know, the storm came and the pouring down rain and they're trying to take cover under the trees and we got to see the wildebeest kind of playing tag, um, and, and the, I mean, there's a lot more memories, but those are some of my favorites. Yeah. There's two that stand out to me that I always remember as a dad. If you noticed while as we were leaving the parks every night, I would walk just a couple of feet in front of you and the boys. And they were always telling you what their favorite part of the day was or what their favorite ride was or whatever. And just listening to them talk to you about their most magical time and, hearing the background of the music on main street or the music walking down, you know, Hollywood Boulevard on, in um, Hollywood studios or yes, the tree of life background music, which you have to go check out after this podcast is over. Go look up tree of life soundtrack on YouTube. It is amazing. But just hearing all of that and, and hearing the boys tell you about their day and how excited they were. And they're going to remember this for the rest of their life. And I'm going to remember that. Right. And number two, looking over at our youngest son's face on Avatar, or I'm sorry, on Flight of Passage. Mm -hmm. I will always remember that look of just a big smile, his eyes wide open, and just the look of, wow. I think he even said this is amazing. It is. Yeah. And I don't say this lightly. Flight of Passage is, I know people, you can argue that Rise of Resistance is the best attraction at Disney. I think Flight of Passage is. Rise, again, I don't have the emotional attachment to Rise of Resistance or, I mean, Flight of Passage. But Flight of Passage, I think, takes you almost on a spiritual journey where you are part of that banshee. You are part of that land. And for five minutes, all of your senses are completely involved in that ride. Right. Yes. Since smell, hearing, everything. For five minutes you are in Pandora. Right. And we're not big fans of the movie or anything. No. It's just that ride just gets us. It did it takes you there. They did such a great job of getting and you feel like you are one with that banshee. Right. Right. And I, I, our youngest felt that. Everybody feels that. And then whenever, every time the ride is over, everybody goes, oh, yes, like they really do. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, Rise of Resistance doesn't do that to me. It's great. I, I mean, it's up there. Top five. Rise of Resistance is amazing. But you just feel something else different on Flight of Passage. Right. So yes. 
So even, you know, those of you that are like, oh, I'm not going to write it because I never watched the movie. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I would wait. I would give it two hours, maybe even two and a half. If I knew that was the only opportunity for me to ride that attraction on that trip, I may would do two plus hours for Flight of Passage. Yeah, maybe if if that was your only opportunity. If it was the only opportunity, yeah. So um, we're going to end it with that. We're actually going to have a uh, listener requested episode next week. We're going to do our top five do's and don'ts at Disney. Yes, so, make sure you check back in with us next week. Brittany will have five of each, and I'll have five of each, and uh, we'll see what we come up with. We won't share ours with each other, so there may be duplicates. I don't know, but we'll see. It'll be an interesting episode. And I just want to thank you for listening um, to this episode. Uh, we didn't get any more reviews this week, and uh, no one answered our questions from the last episode. So It's okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We're only on episode four. Yeah, but thank you for listening. You can go check us out at circleofparks.com. You can email us at comments at circleofparks.com. And uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram at Circle of Parks. And please go on Apple Podcast and give us a rating and a review. It helps with our rankings in Apple Podcast. And thank you to our sponsor, You Can Fly Travels. Go check them out at youcanflytravels.com. All right, have a good good day, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. Thank you, and we'll talk to you next week.